Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, your host, Angelica. Who's Jared? I'm in love with you. It's 90 Day Fiance time with my co-host, the Cuban Hi, I'm William from A Hint of Fiction. Guys, welcome back to another 90 Day Fiance recap. And today we have a special guest. You heard that right. The host of A Hint of of fiction william is joining us on a round table of 90 day fiance how are you doing i'm so excited this is i will say um of all the tv shows i watch and i enjoy this is definitely out of my wheelhouse so watching everything and catching up with with 90 day fiance was eye-opening to say the least it was very interesting (laughs) okay I don't get me wrong. I absolutely loved it. I thought everything was really cool. It was just, uh, it's very different from the uh, Marvel superheroes, Star Wars comics. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, Coupon Queenpin, how are you doing? I'm good. I am good. Uh, I'm doing better than Jenny, I would have to say. I think we all are doing better than Jenny, and I cannot wait to deep dive into this. So, you know, yesterday's, uh, Monday's night's episode was called Falling Apart, and definitely there are some cast members who are really falling apart. What did you guys think of that title? It's this time, okay, unlike yesterday's episode, I do feel like that title is fitting. Yes, it it works for what, what happened. So this is crazy. Like we've we've seen like I, and I keep repeating myself. This franchise is, just keeps getting better and better and better. What is going on in these people's minds? I have no idea. <laughs> None. So last night we saw, sorry, Monday night's episode, we saw a couple couples. So Lauren and Lauren, Laura and Aladdin, Mr. and Mrs. Qatar. We saw Paul and Karini. Um, we also saw, oh my goodness, am I missing? I think I feel like I'm missing a couple here. Okay, we saw Paul and Karini. We saw yeah. Laura and Aladdin. We saw uh, Tiffany and Ronald. Yep. And we saw the infamous Jenny and Samit. So we only saw three couples last night, and I feel like there no, was four. Four. There was four. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, and Paul and Karini. That's right. All right. Okay. I got it. So we missed out on a couple more, which is okay because we're going to see them next week's episode, guys. Let's just deep dive into this because there was so much that happened and they still keep us in the cliffhanger. William, since you are our guest of honor, which couple did you want to talk about first? You know, let's talk about Jenny and Samit. I feel like they had, they did the most in this episode and I actually actually like them as a couple out of, out of all the four that we're probably going to talk about Mm -hmm. today. I really liked Jenny and Samit. I don't know. I, I feel like there's something authentic there. 
and I think she is genuinely hurt by the facts uh, of the bombshells that were dropped, I guess, within the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame her. Um, Samit, if you are listening, I still want to punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, I was honestly... William, from the beginning of this season, I honestly was, this was a couple I really was rooting for and social media was rooting for them. And it was like, this woman's found love late in her life and they loved each other. And then all of a sudden it took a sharp left. Oh yeah. The whole, the whole sequence where, you know, like his family like cornered him as he was going to go pick her up and was in the house for an hour. I was like, Ooh, this is getting bad. Like, clearly there's some stuff that hasn't been talked about and needs to be dealt with. Right. But we find out something very interesting. I don't know if anyone caught it. I don't know if any of the listeners caught it. But we do find out that Jenny has not been in India for 90 days. She has been in India for 120 days. No, for 180 days. That's right. She's, she's been there for six months. And so it's like, hmm, what's really going on with this timeline? Did something happen with her visa? Uh, and why couldn't she get out of India? Ah. Yeah, that's a good observation. I didn't so think. I am very curious about that. Um, I just, I, I, I. Honestly, for, I'm heartbroken for her. Like, Same. I really wanted this to work. Mm-hmm. I think we were all rooting for them since the beginning when we first saw them and how, yes, yeah, she was catfished um, by Samit. And then, you know, we, we really see them fall in love with each other for who they are. But then Samit, how could you do this? How could you do this to us? Now, I think they get on something really like they fall in love with each other. And I do like, like I mentioned, I think it's a genuine love that they have Mm -hmm. for each other. As everybody else I've seen on the show, everybody else has problems. There seems to be some underlying factor why this is happening. But genuinely between the two of them, there's, there's something connected there. Um, Now, I I, I don't know how well, how much you guys go into speculation. How the future of their relationship is going to go. Do you think? that there's going to be a happy ending? I don't think there would be because... Yeah, I don't think so either. I feel like, you know, Jenny's been hurt. I, I don't think she wants to be hurt again. It's like, you know, she she invested so much time in this guy and it's like, it, it just turned for the worse. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's really, really sucky to me. Like, I don't... Mm-mm, no. I'm definitely not a fan of what he did. It's definitely terrible. Why would you do that? I know he he was just so in love with her and he was trying to escape his reality and live in a different a different life with Jenny. But still, you are hurting Jenny. Right. Yeah, you could definitely That's see it on her face. She's just, she is torn apart by this. Yeah. yeah. You've fallen in love with so hard and then to find out that they're, married that's that's the ultimate betrayal i i totally i totally see where she's coming from mm-hmm. and i know there's a lot of cultural you know things that 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 we obviously don't know um but believe it or not guys i reached out to a co-worker 
who is uh, from India. And I was super curious to see how big of a serious crime this is. And I got my answers and I was a bit shocked. And I'm going to share it with you guys. So my coworker was kind of like, what's this Nutty Day Fiance? And I said, oh, it's just a show that I'm so addicted to, but I need to ask. So I told this person about the Jennings Summit story. And they did confirm that the fact that he is married and seeing Jenny, it is a huge, huge crime. It wow. Is something that you do not do. It's against the law. It's a cultural thing. It's something that they've, you know, many, many years, it's arranged marriages. He says things have changed depending on the town and the city you are, but they're still arranging you. Um, that future wife or husband and now for some it's like well if you choose to you can say you don't have to say yes you can also say no but he says it depends on the town that you're living but the crime that the meat did it is a crime and it's a huge crime he can be sent to jail if his father-in-law does go report it to the police um all he has to do his father-in-law or his wife is literally say i've been you know um physically abused and he cheated on me and he's living with somebody else they don't need any proof of anything he said like you don't need nothing like you don't need scars get banged up you can just go to the police because the police were the woman in this situation wow. and there's more there's more so wow if samit does go to jail it depends on the courts how long is the sentencing they say it could be um even a year all the way to 10 years it all depends who they what they feel is correct for punishment also um, he did tell me that if the father-in-law makes the story a big, big, bigger and fabricated more that, you know, he's really harmed the family and obviously, of course, it's his daughter, it can be like, oh my God, crazy, crazy, almost a lifetime sentencing, depending how bad he really wants to destroy Samit's wife. And like he said, all you need to go is to the police station and say, okay, well, you know, this is what happened, da, 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 and then that's it to meet like wow. over now in the court he can declare if he wants to divorce from her or not and also another thing is apparently once he's done his sentencing so let's say if it's just for a year or two and then he is divorced okay. um approved by the court apparently he he was telling me and confirmed that Samit is still able to be a free man in a way where he can still come to America and follow Jenny if that's was the path they can take. Wow. Well, at least there's a silver lining to the cloud. That's crazy. Yeah. So I was just, you know, I was shocked. I was like, oh my God. And, you know, he just recently came, recently come to Canada. So, you know, he knows the immigration laws. And I was just like, you know what? Let me ask him because he's fresh and he's got all this information. Because obviously when you're applying to immigrate to Canada with your spouse, it's like you're filling out tons of pages and they want to know your whole entire life. And, you know, I... He was just so confident with this information that he provided because, like he said, you know, I was lucky um, that my parents said, hey, we found someone for you. But 
you know, it's up to you. You get to know the person after a couple of days. And if you feel like this is a person, then they're the one. If not, then we can keep finding uh, somebody else for you. Wow. He, he lucked out. That's really awesome. Yeah. So he says, but some, some other towns and different, you know, cities and areas, people are still very like, this is the person, this is the person you're going to marry, this is going to stick with for the rest of your life. So, wow. so meat has a chance to still be with Jenny, but you know, it, it all depends on the path he wants to take. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's mind blowing. I'm just like, Oh my God. <laughs> Can't mess yeah. with them. Wow. So that's what I have. Just a fun fact of what I gathered from my coworker. <laughs> no, but that like, thank you for that knowledge. Like that does put their relationship in a, in a way different light than I was looking at it. So that mm-hmm. helped. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I was so super curious. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna ask this person. And I was just gonna be like, you know what? I, you know, I'm going to be honest and straight up. But yeah. I have a show that I love and I'm addicted to, and I love talking about it. Let me get the facts. <laughs> wow. So, with Jenny and Samit, um, them, we really see them, you know, it's, it's a tough situation to be in. Of course, when he shows up to the apartment, she's like, you know, happy, but also upset and angry. She's got mixed emotions. Uh, you know, Samit is just like, oh, you know, my Jenny, you know, my baby, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm like, he's really sorry. But I have no sympathy for him. How could you do this? Right. I mean, I mean, you're absolutely correct in the fact that she rooted her entire life, spent the, her life savings, everything she knew for this person under false pretenses. And then he lied to her daughters. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that got me. It was like, you had a chance to come clean while her daughters were there and she could have gone back to the United States. Yeah. It's it's so hurtful. Like I, I I don't know. It's it's so much. Like this, I've never seen this happen in six seasons of Ninety Fiance, and even in the whole entire franchise. Like this is never something unless you're like Rebecca, that you're still married, uh, and you know separated but still <laughs> married. But this is like this man is living two different worlds. Yeah. No. 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 I'm just like, oh, I'm so over him. I am so over him. I think all of the internet is over him. <laughs> yeah, the memes have gone crazy with uh, Sumi. Yeah. <laughs> the memes have gone crazy. So is there anything else we need to add with Jenny and Summit before we move on? I'm done now. <laughs> I think I think there's more to come for their story. I I mean, with a couple episodes still remaining, I think there's there's more we haven't seen, but mm-hmm. I think that's for another episode. <laughs> well, Coupon Queenpin, who did you want to talk about next? Oh my gosh. The only other person that the internet has been having a fantabulous time with, Mr. and Mrs. Qatar. <laughs> the one and only Laura and Aladdin. Yes, so uh, we finally see that Liam has decided to step up and stop being a huge (laughs) man-child. I I feel like that could be a subtext of this episode was stop being a (laughs) man-child. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. So and he comes to this big, big adult epiphany. Now, the reason I said that the internet has been having fun with Laura because they have been. Um it looks like behind the scenes, Laura has actually broken her NDA clause. Really? Hmm. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so, in other words, there were certain things that shouldn't have gotten out that have gotten out, and she actually may not get paid for this season. Wow. That's how so, broke, broke the NDA? Wow, that's really bad. Yeah, um, now there have been a couple of things going in and going out about who Liam's dad is, and maybe she has another love child somewhere in Canada, and if she's here legally, but there was something that actually Liam said last night during the episode, which most people that don't have children don't know. If you go to college and in order to get financial aid in order to help your child with financial aid you cannot be undocumented so he said that she was going to help him with college so i'm not sure if she got deported if she didn't get deported because there's so many stories and of course Liam's dad had to jump in and have some weird interview with someone uh, and then decided to post all of his stuff on Instagram. You know, everyone's favorite tell-all place. (laughs) So, um, and he does confirm that he is indeed Liam's father, which actually after looking at him last night and looking at pictures of this man on Instagram, they do favor each other. Um, so it is what it is. But unfortunately, we know that this is a couple that doesn't make it. It's an act three reveal we're not aware of. That's amazing. Or maybe we, maybe I'm just not aware of. Yeah, like she's this is this is why they're saying that. In other words, she broke the NDA, like all of her business is all over social media it's there is no secret um she's gone on rants on everything um and it just seems like laura's just kind of unstable that's why when you said about crazy people i was like yeah laura's literally kind of unstable seriously yeah, there's a, she's been trending since literally last week on social media. And, you know, William, we follow pretty much every single 90 Day Fiance um, Instagram page. And we were completely in shock when we found out last weekend that Laura, you know, was talking to somebody and, you know, it was leaked out. But at the same time, it's like, Laura, you know what these Instagram accounts are. Like, they are there to get the tea and spill it. She got, she got, okay, let's put it this way. This was the first time that I have actually seen someone get super trolled with no problem. (laughs) Like, okay, let's put it this way. She got as as drunk as Zucchini did off of two sips. 
<laughs> of a margarita. <laughs> she was just done. She spilled all the tea. There was no deep dive. There was no nothing. And clearly, Laura, you kind of need some help. I don't know what's going on, but sweetie, I wish you the best. But I mean, we see this amazing wedding with this amazing man. And it's just like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm kind of a little upset with a little of the other podcasters and bloggers because it's almost like people are just living to troll this woman. Like she is being trolled for no reason. She has her own hashtag by Laura. So yeah, it's kind of weird. It's, it's just, oh. Now, William, I have a question for you. Shoot. What did you think about this couple? I, can I, I'll just say that I felt like they were another genuine couple that they were in love with each other. Yeah. I felt the exact same way, especially with this being my first interaction with them. Uh, I thought they were great together. They finally, you know, like everything was getting resolved. There were the, uh, I really thought it was sweet. The moment with Liam was like, well, if you have a child with him, like, what am I going to be? And that was just like, I talk about man children. I understand that perspective, but <laughs> he was just worried about like not being the person that was close to his mother anymore. And like, there were, there were these sweet moments. That was yeah. And then, you know, as much as the camel tooth moment was kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that, that, you know, everything was kind of finally working out. And to hear like this whole backstory going on, it was, it's almost unnerving at a point. Yeah. It is. It is. It's quite unnerving. What did you guys think about this amazing third day wedding? I was, I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved the, the ambience of the thing. And it was just very, I, I'm assuming there was more, there were more things going on at that point, like, you know, a couple more. Um, previous, uh, I I just want to know how did everyone make it after day one when they partied till six o'clock in the morning? Because <laughs> I think I would have still been drunk on day three. <laughs> Those are the best weddings, you know. Yeah, like Game of Thrones. If you're if you haven't killed at least three people at the wedding, it's not a good wedding. It's the same thing. That is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> well good um it's my wedding today tooth of a camel it's a real one or just like that it's real one he uh proved it to me he lit it on fire and it oh didn't melt it's very camel needs have to eat like that i guess so i don't know <laughs> oh my god man i don't know it's weird it's my wedding today <laughs> Hi, my name is Casey Gonzalez. I'm with Chef Salty Pork. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Mark the Shark from the Mark the Shark MMA Show. And, and you're listening, listening to, to a little, little bit, bit of everything, everything with, with Angelica. Angelica. Is 
is there anything that we had to add about Laura and Aladdin? Not really. I just want to know, um, Laura, if you're listening, um, how's Evelyn in Ecuador? <laughs> Throwing the gauntlet down. Wow. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, we we actually I I I know for a fact that I'm actually getting followed on Instagram by a couple of them, so I just throw questions out there. Gotta let them know <laughs> what's going on. Huh? I said you just gotta let them know what's. You gotta feel like, hey, what's going on? Like I need to know. Exactly. The insider scoop. Exactly. I was I I I'm just curious now, knowing the nature of these kind of shows with everything kind of falling apart, are they going to get to it in a later episode? Are they going to talk about these things or is it just going to be a behind the scenes stuff that only we'll know? Um, actually, no, there is. Okay, guys, from what I am finding out in a deep dive, the tell-all is going to be a poop show. Ooh. <laughs> it's going to be a big poop show and we may all need Jihoon's bidet. <laughs> where can i order one <laughs> i know i know i know oh there is this funny meme that is also going around about a homemade bidet where someone actually uh affixed one of those uh shower the uh handheld shower heads to the uh to the toilet and oh, said no. no now their wife can have a a clean a clean b- butthole <laughs> the internet is gone wild like yeah. it's crazy with all the memes that are going around it's just it's gone crazy and out of control some of them are really good and some of them are just digging it a little bit way too far but i think it's safe to say that we can move on to our next couple yeah so who do you want to talk about let's see um i want to talk about tiffany and ronald because you know she rubbed me the wrong way this week's episode really yeah because you know what it's like okay i get you're in south africa you're settling in but then all of a sudden it's like well you know, Daniel can't play in the park. Um, I can't give birth because we don't have money for a private hospital. We can't be, we can't do it at a, at a public hospital. And it's just like, you know, as we, you guys remember back a couple episodes back, she's like, I am not going to stay here unless Daniel is okay. Daniel's uncomfortable. Daniel this, Daniel that. But then she does these things anyway. And then all of a sudden it's like, she's back into that circle of like, well, I need to have the baby in the U.S. And Daniel's not happy. And it's just like, where's your mom at? She's all over the place. Yeah, I think to me, that was the sucky part. Was that she dragged another person into this. Like, this should have all been done ahead of time. Like, Like I've said in past episodes, this should not, your, 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 right before your wedding should not have been the first time that Daniel and Ronald met. Very good point. If I can give perspective on two things with these two. Um, one, I, I understand the perspective of wanting to do what's best for Daniel as a mm-hmm. 
relatively new father myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see the the care and concern that goes into her thought process. Right. It always makes I think I think moving immediately was a very snap decision. I don't think that was the greatest way to do it. But I, right. I understand like going to her, you know, going to her son and being like, "How do you feel about this?" And you know, he's been there what sixty days at this point, mm-hmm. and he's just not. Yeah. He's not really happy, huh? you know. And that's I think for me as a parent finding new love, it would be I, that takes priority. My son's well-being. Exactly, exactly, exactly. The other thing I want to talk about is moving and having that sixty-day time period. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this too much, but I recently moved to Colorado about a year ago, and Ooh. culture shock is a very real thing. And I had culture shock moving from California to you know the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. Um, can only imagine what that feels like going from you know the United States to a completely different country halfway across the world and for me the the one thing that that connects me back to her is my culture shock right away it wasn't a day one like I don't like this place I want to go back it, mm. it was two three it was like four weeks in we had an incident where we were kind of out of our comfort zone of the space that we'd already been to right grocery shopping and just being there and being in a new place and these people were just feeling just different than what I was really accustomed to. Um, mm-hmm. it hit me. It was like, this isn't, this isn't my home. It was just, it was very, it was very jarring. And I think that's a, um, I think that because I, I can understand why, why 60 days in, she's starting to feel the same way again, where she's like, this isn't what I want. I want to have my birth in the United States. Like I understand that, that, that culture shock hits and when it hits, it hits hard. Wow. Hmm. okay that that yeah that's i i didn't think of it that way i i i guess maybe i thought that it would have hit right away i guess because they're in that honeymoon phase and she's got someone who she is really in love with it's a bit different Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like okay we're kind of going through it together but then all of a sudden you know there's daniel in the picture and then you know and she's seen like the house when they went to look for a house how you're supposed to do this and kids are not supposed to be outside riding their bikes and having fun and then it's just she's looking all the cons are coming to her face unexpectedly when they're trying to do something to build their future so i just feel like she kind of just jumped into it too fast she could have just waited the 90 days and then would have just made her decision i know the plan was to get married but sometimes you just need if you're so worried about daniel you could have just taken the full 90 days and made your decision yeah and I think having a kid, you can't make snap. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But this is this is a running, and 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 I say this as a mom. This is a running theme we see with a lot of the parents. In other words, it's kind of like I love because we we've seen it with Devin and Jihoon. Um, we see it, and we see we've seen it from the beginning with Tiffany and Ronald. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, it's kind of like, even though Rebecca's, Rebecca's, um, Rebecca and Ziad, even though her children are older, it's like she's holding so much back and it's like, they're not thinking of their children. And even Darcy, Darcy, like, come on. She, none of these people are thinking of their children when they're doing this. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. Well, our other co-host just jump on, um, the host of Greater Thoughts. How are you doing? Yes, I'm good. How are you, Angelica and Coupon Cream Pin and our new other um, guest co-host? Hi. Hi. William's with us. He's joining us. And we've been talking uh, so far about Laura and Allergen, uh Jenny and Submit, and now we're on uh, Tiffany and Ronald's. So yeah. before we move forward, uh, Greener Thoughts, did you have anything to say um, about Tiffany and Ronald or Jenny Samit and Lauren Aladdin? Quick few words. Um, no, not the moment. Maybe later, probably not. But yeah, we can jump into the next um, couple if you guys would like to. Okay. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to add about Tiffany and Ronald before we move into our last couple? Uh, to me, I think this one, other than Jenny and Samit, this one was the most heartbreaking. Yeah. And my heart actually kind of broke for Ronald this time because mm -hmm. it's like he was he was thinking he was getting his dream family. Yeah. Mm. Uh, can you guys give me a little context here? Because I haven't uh, followed them too, too much. Um, he cannot get his passport or his green card to America because he has criminal activity behind his belt. Mm -hmm. criminal activity and um he just got out of rehab for gambling addiction ah mm -hmm. uh, got it okay cool that uh that helps tie that up a little bit more on my head <laughs> yeah now william if you were in ronald's situation where um you know you've recently got married with this woman you guys are having a baby um what what would be your reaction to this like you know, she is, she said, she told you from the beginning, hey, I'm going to be with you. We're going to get married. And, you know, she's just painting you this picture of like the perfect, perfect life you guys are going to have. And all of a sudden this drops in front of you. How would you feel about it? Yeah, it's so hard. I, I like, like Coupon Queenpin said, I'm, I'm, my heart goes out to him because not only has he bonded with um, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, he's bonded with him like he's become a, a parental figure in, in a lot of ways and, right right and you know that that connection as much as it's only been 60 days it, it becomes very strong very quickly sometimes um and at the same time you know that's my child that you know uh you know and you exactly and i totally understand the sacrifice that she's made she's moved halfway across the world for a man that she's in love with but yeah, that's that's such a hard one. I would I would want yeah. to know that I would be okay with like letting her go when we have to follow this path if that's the path that you want, but you know, especially because it's also hard because I'm a parent and I you know, mm -hmm. I, I understand the parenting. Um I think coming from a non-parent to a parent perspective uh adds adds a little bit of a level to that because you don't necessarily think about, you know, where are my kids going to be able to play? What like Right what are the the norms that we're going to have to deal with having a child and i i think what's best for them is to be in a place where they can do those things but at the same time you know this is the life that i know and this is the life that i want and i want to be able to and i want to be able to have you know a future with you guys but i don't know if it's going to work out especially with not being able to get a visa and not being able to travel and move to the united states it's kind of a rock and a hard place unfortunately right right yeah. I mean, but he knew that and she knew that and they still wanted to get married. <laughs> so like <laughs> they got to make it work, you know. Very true. Uh, not a whole lot of forethought, but I mean, there's a yeah. lot of places I'm sure they could go. 
that. You're right. That's but true. You have your families there. Move to somewhere else. I'm sure they can, you know, if America doesn't work, go to Germany, go to Europe, go somewhere. You know, you can find a million places to live. Go to Korea. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, South Korea would be amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and join Jinghu and Devin and Drusilla. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> but no, I appreciate your perspective because, you know, as our guest co-host and you being a male, it kind of brings a different uh, perspective to this whole situation because like, mm-hmm. you know, and plus I'm not a parent, so I'm just going by from what I see on TV and using my brain and kind of analyze the situation and how I feel. So yeah, I really felt like Tiffany rode me a wrong way in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Like you, know, you could have just waited the 90 days and she rushed everything like to it. No, I have to get a dress. I'm getting married. And you know, we got to find a house and then this, and then everything just, it's, it's like, it's, is it one of those things where this is what happens when you rush through things, you, you're getting all the bad things coming after, like, um, this is this is when you're this is what happens when you're a victim of the disney effect uh, okay i like oh. that <laughs> i like that a lot <laughs> not to derail but our, our whole next episode of a hint of fiction airing tomorrow <clears throat> uh, uh, uh talks about fairy tales and like we talked about the disney effect and like you know you get swept off your feet there's that happily ever after and you don't think of what comes next that is true. Everyone forgets. It's like, it's, it's so true because, you know, um, most of these cast members think that we all have a money tree in our backyard and we just like go outside and then we pick up the leaves. We get those hundred dollar bills and yeah. America and Canada. Yeah. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. William, you have to invest in our, in our project, the money tree of love. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put some money down for that. Sure, I'll take a money tree or two. Insane. <laughs> this way we can all, I'm telling you, guys, we are equitable. Caesar, if you are listening, that's still 800 a month, four different ways. We can do a lot with 200. On coupon, we can make this work. <laughs> Oh my God, Caesar! Uh, Caesar! Oh my God! I'm so sorry, William. Are you watching Ninety Day Fiance before the Ninety Days by any chance that airs on Sundays? No, that's the one I haven't gotten to yet. I watch a little bit of Ninety Day. I watch a little bit of this. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Okay, because when you meet our favorite Caesar, you're gonna be like, "WTF? What is this guy thinking?" Yeah. Yeah. Just ahead. Okay, up. no, wait, okay, wait. We finally have a male on the show. Okay, I have to ask. <laughs> you ready? ready? Yes. Yeah, bring it Listen. To- Edible panties, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to get too deep into my sex life, but I like to, you know, like let's have dinner afterwards, so not not my bag, but I totally get the perspective. Uh, put it that way. So okay, okay, okay. Maybe I should put a little bit more perspective on this. Okay, so in other words, you meet this girl for the first time, first date, blind date, whatever, and you don't say, "Hey, come back to my place. I've got these edible panties for you." <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's that one's odd. Uh, that's not, okay. That's not common. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, eat your own kink. Like, do your thing. Live your dreams. But that one's a—that's a new one for me, for sure. 
Okay. Okay. So yeah, you you do realize that I, I, you you do agree that this is bordering on a weirdly skeevy, scurvy kind of just. Ugh. Yeah, it's a it's a little it's a little weird. It's unprecedented. I okay. It's okay. odd for sure. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, do each their own kink, but like let's have the vanilla sex first. You know, then we can get. To- <laughs> 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 Like, you got to take her out to lunch first. Be like, hey, I got this idea. Got to go and add it for a couple weeks. Like, let's try this. Get out. Bam. I I got your sizes. Don't ask how. I got these edible underwear for you. And let's go out. Oh, my God. You're killing us, William. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh! But okay, I so think- now uh, now that William is here, and I, I I'm just like you know what I need to ask you something else. Then, How, you know, is it normal for a man to send eight hundred dollars biweekly and possibly an extra two thousand dollars as a bonus, um, just to get your hair done, you know, cosmetology done, you know, some Botox and get you know get all dolled up for a person that you've been online chatting for five years. I never met them. Oh, five years. Wow. Yeah, five years. Yeah. No meeting. Ooh. Not in person. Yeah, he's uh, a simp. I, I thought you were talking about the other couple that wasn't in this episode, but the one that he's given his life savings to. Uh, but that's that's another story for another time. Uh, that one, um, I am very lucky and found my wife very early in my life. Um, I never had to deal with the later years of online dating and you know the expectations a lot of apparently a lot of these people meet on facebook which i mm-hmm. did thing i don't i wouldn't that's not me as a person mm-hmm. i don't think i'd be giving that much money to a person i've never met after five years but like was this monthly money that she was being sent she was yes. getting hundred dollars a month plus yes. any bonuses that he was giving her Scamming. I don't even know what 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 does a bonus include? Like, like in other in other words, he was definitely sending her sixteen hundred dollars a month, and then like if he made money because because Mr. Lovely Amazing Caesar is a nail technician and works in a spa salon, so any tips he was making, he was actually sending those over to. He's stupid. Okay. He's dumb. Like, and then he living. Living with a tomato and egg and ketchup in his in his refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, you okay. This, you give this girl all your money. You never even seen her face, and they and now you're going to Ukraine, and she's not paying any of your bills. <laughs> like, yeah, because uh, his 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 meal before he left to go to Mexico to meet her was actually ramen noodles, and when he opened his uh, refrigerator, it was a quintessential one egg and a bottle of water. Yeah. Like Mid two thousands comedy when there's no food and they're like it's like you know uh, Chinese food that's been there for four days half a gallon of milk and that's about it. <laughs> well, the good yeah. thing is that his refrigerator was clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. Fine, right? <laughs> Do you think we're crazy for watching this show, William? <laughs> no, I think these are very interesting people, and I don't to the point where I don't think you could write this to be honest yeah. <laughs> that's the thing it's yeah. like you can't some of this stuff you really like everybody's like oh this is so scripted like some of this stuff you really can't make up 
I will mention, yeah. um, well, I want to jump back a little bit because uh, who got married this episode? Um, Lord Aladdin. Lord Aladdin. So um, Liam's speech to him where he was like, man, I just want to grow up and stuff. That was completely pre-planned. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody wrote that for him. Um, and that's, I think that's one of the reasons I have a hard time with uh, reality television is is the the illusion of this being real, but everything feels semi-scripted. Not always. Don't get me wrong. There are mm-hmm. a lot that don't. But there are a lot of places where I'm sure there's a producer being like, you need to just say it this way or just, you know, oh, this is how you feel? All right, we're just going to we're gonna lay it out for you to make it sound more cohesive. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's inauthentic reality. Yeah. 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 Well, no. the one we can't script is Drunk Darcy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which yeah. he hasn't oh, seen yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you haven't you haven't seen Darcy's antics? Oh my god. No, he has not seen Darcy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or Drarcy, as I love to call her. Yeah. She's so dramatic, but it's it's warranted, not warranted, because she's always crying. I'm like, that's not the only emotion that's out there. <laughs> yeah, like okay, William. <laughs> William, if we ever did a drinking game during her episodes, we'd be drunk before 15 minutes because she's going to cry that many times. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so it's one of those. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get the idea of being emotional, but like you got to reel it in sometimes, girl. Yeah, for real. For real. I totally. No, she's more like the. Oh, you opened the door. No one's ever opened the door for me like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the flip is the matter with you? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to a round table, William. Oh, it's excellent. I'm yeah. in love so far. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on because we have the last couple. And I know, William, you had some thoughts about Paul and Karini. Uh, <laughs> King of the duck walk. <laughs> so tell us what you thought about this couple well uh wow william i've called you like wow. three different names i'm going crazy i'll take it i'll just the male perspective that's all you need <laughs> yeah uh, i hate paul I, and i really don't want to, I don't like to, 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 to be like that but paul is awful in every sense of the word paul is awful he is a he is a man child like we've talked about he thank clearly, you i feel vindicated he clearly doesn't know the just the basics of like how to take care of himself. Uh, for the recaps I saw, apparently he was shoveling shit as a <laughs> living. Which I mean, good for him. I mean, live your dream, like I said. But that's like you like if you're going into this, you got to be able to support in some way. And I'm not. And I'm not giving the perspective that men need to support and women need to. But like you need to be able to provide and at least be, be able to give half. And I feel like this man is, is doesn't want to, that's, that's the part that blows my mind is he doesn't want to help is he's a father. He is somebody who has, has now devoted his life to a small child and doesn't want to provide anything. And it just really irritates me. <laughs> so have, did you see the episode where he locked himself in a doghouse? No, but that's amazing. Yeah. He got upset and um you know how uh you would say maybe a 14 to 16 year old girl's like I'm going to my room and they slam their door. Yes. Well, he duck walked or duck ran or whatever the heck he does all the way over to his doghouse and climbs in and closes the door behind. Ugh. 
add it to the bucket, man. I swear. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I feel like I've come as a very like parent perspective and maybe it's just my, I, I don't want to say in any way that, you know, like being a parent changes you and like, you, you are it still, does. Person. it does. It just changed. It, it's I, for me, it's always been, there's a paradigm shift that you yeah. kind of become a different person. Your priorities change the expectations for your life and how you're supposed to be doing things changes just the nature right. of having a kid. Right. Um, maybe it's because he wasn't there through the, like, you know, she was in Brazil. He was in U S and he wasn't there for the whole transition. But for that 10 month period where like I knew my wife was expecting things changed. Like I became a different person. I, I, I like stepped up to the plate per se. And I just don't see that from him and parents that are like that just irritate the living piss out of me. I mean that in the best way. Like every live your life, do your thing. You're, you're the yeah. best parent you are right now. You're doing the best you can. But people who just don't want to give an effort, just really, I just can't stand. Yeah, but we are also talking about the person who found out his ex-girlfriend cheated on him and then proceeded to slash her, child, her tires like a girl. Yeah, man-child would, would be the phrase I would use there. It's, it's clearly somebody who's never had to do anything in his own life. And you can kind of feel with the mom. The mom's a little protective. You can kind of see, I would use the phrase helicopter parent. She's kind of just been in his life and kind of controlling. I can see that. Um, and, it's, and it's hard. And, like, and this man just doesn't know how to live on his own, how to do his own things. Clearly, right. every example I've seen and every example you guys are talking about, he is just the embodiment of not being able to take care of his own shit. Yeah. Yeah. It makes yeah, me, yeah. it makes me think, you know, where is his dad or where was his dad growing up, you know, and him to just be coddled by his mom, her, his mom being there like every step of the way. I think that's part of an influence too. And people don't like to right. say, you know, Oh, the man, you know, isn't as much of an influence. Like, no, it should be two parents raising this kid and he wouldn't probably turn out like that. Like he's sitting there Every time he gets into an argument, he thinks like it's the end of the world with Karini. And like Karini, like she's smart. Like I talked about this earlier. Like she's a smart lady and she's young, true, but he's older. He should be acting so immature. Like every single time I look around, I'm like, will he just be like quiet and just listen? Stop being argumentative. Like sometimes it is your fault. Sometimes you gotta just take it. Yeah, she was pregnant. You're going to have to just sit there and take it because you did this to her. She's not alone in this. So, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, he's, 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 like you said, he's awful. He's just, he doesn't, he doesn't get it. And then he says one of the creepiest things, or, or as Angelica says, the hair, the gift that keeps on giving, because he tells his mom when she's leaving, Oh, your hair smells so good. <laughs> After she's been out in the sun, sweating in the humidity of like 35 degrees and you can tell her hair is wet and she's just like, he's just like, your hair smells beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a, a mom mm -hmm. who has... Like probably after, if I can give perspective, probably after dad left, you know, that she had him, you know, that she had Paul mm. and, and probably like latched on to him a little too much. And then, yeah, the dependence. Yeah. This is, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. This is why I always say to people about not making your child, your spouse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
because that seems that tends to happen, especially after a parent leaves is like, and especially, I don't know why, but it usually happens. It does happen with some fathers and daughters, but it usually happens with mothers and sons where now she is dependent upon her son to fulfill a good portion of the role that she was dependent upon from her spouse or partner. Yeah. And it's unfortunate to, to see those because it, it's not healthy for either of them. Exactly. She becomes dependent and then he doesn't know how to do his own, like live his own life. And, uh, and you get in situations like this where you have basically man children. And it's yeah. Yeah. And I do what, what I found that was heartbreaking was that when the mom had that sit down with him one-on-one, she was just like, I want, you need to get your shit together. Basically. That's what she was trying to say. Um, yeah. And you need to stop being dependent on me because I just want to retire. You know, I can't, I can't be doing this anymore. You need to, you need to really grow up and get your shit together and find a job. It's like Bates Motelish, you know, that kind of dynamic. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. But we do know that Paul and Karini are in the U.S. currently. They are. It's good. Yay. They are. So, is there anything else that we're going to add to Paul and Karini before we wrap this up? Okay, yes. TLC, can we please make this the last time we see Paul and Karini? <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they, are, they are like the couple that keeps on giving for no reason. Uh, <laughs> And they're basically done, you know. They've- yeah, like, ugh, I can't. Like, this is another Russ and Pow situation. Like, I'm so over them. As a couple, I'm over them. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm so over them, too. <laughs> yeah. And that's the couple that always gets, like, the extra seasons. You know, you talk mm-hmm. about, uh, they're the Johnny Bananas that come back every season for the real, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Russ and Pow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's they're you're just gonna see them forever and ever as much as you hate them. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just have one question for William because he is our guest today on our round table. What did you think of this whole entire franchise? It's it's so interesting. Um and maybe maybe it's it's a perspective I'm not accustomed to. Um, I never, I mean, maybe I was just kind of before it or I've just never got, I feel like a lot of these people are older. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, either early forties, or early sixties. Am, am I, am I accurate on that? For whatever reason, I don't know. The other way cast tends to be older than the rest. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time we've really seen in the franchise where we are getting a lot of the uh, couple's being that older younger dynamic got it okay it's just a a lot of these i think stem from online dating and it's something that i never got into in my dating years so it's really interesting to see these people kind of uh i don't want to use the word change but you know change to kind of find these people and fall in love and Mm -hmm. do these crazy things that everybody seems to be doing i don't know (laughs) I think it's one thing with 90 Day Fiance where people are coming to the United States, but man, that is a choice uh, to, to 
some of the places that they're going, Ecuador, Brazil, I mean, I'm trying not to talk down about these places, but they're, they're different. You know, like I talked about culture shock earlier in the episode. Right. Huge culture shock. And I think I just, I, I don't think I could do it (laughs) if I put myself in those shoes. I don't know. That's a, that's the, that's a big transition to make. And I don't know, these people are dramatic and crazy and just, uh, it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I appreciate your feedback about this whole franchise and obviously what you thought about the couples of Monday Monday's Nights episode of 90 Day Fiancé the other way. I definitely appreciate you coming on and joining our roundtable with the Coupon Queenpin and the host of Greener Thoughts. Yes. Um, I, I had so much fun. I hope you did too. Oh, I, I enjoyed every minute of this. This was amazing. <laughs> and now, thank you for answering some of my crazy questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, to all of you out there, thank you so much for tuning in again on another episode. And William, tell the listeners about your podcast again. Yeah, absolutely. So my show is called A Hint of Fiction. We like to find the line between fact and fantasy, truth and tale. Basically, every episode, we provide you three stories. Two of them are true. One of them is not. Which one is which? And, of course, we tell you by the end of the episode. So uh, we host, uh, we air episodes every Wednesday at hintofiction.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. And we will uh, provide you, we'll herald you with tales of wonder and fantasy. So... (laughs) Yeah, next week's episode, or this coming episode, depending on when this comes out, is going to be fairy tales. And, ooh, I got some doozies. We got some doozies of stories, and I'm really excited to share what we've, uh, what we've made there. So it'll be very fun. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Also, the coupon queen pin. I know you had a couple episode released today. I mean, this past week. Tell us about your podcast again. Well, I did release an episode on um, Amazon and farmer's markets believe it or not uh actually it was funny because i was hoping that greener thoughts was listening because i got a little bit seasonal (laughs) so yeah and i actually have an episode coming out today i haven't released it yet so you guys have to stay tuned and listen and what's your what's the name of your podcast coupon queen podcast is cqp moments and the host of Greener Thoughts. Yes. Your podcast. Yes. Um, so if you want to check out my latest podcast episode, I did it about the many benefits of vitamin D. And I just did that one this past Sunday as of this uh, week. And then I'll release another one um, podcast episode this coming Thursday. As you all know, I do my episodes on Sundays and Thursdays. All right, guys. Thank you so much again for being part of this round table. Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in again on another episode of 90 Day Fiance. And of course, we recap on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So you're going to have to hang on and wait until next week because this is what we have for now. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, bye. Again. Thanks for listening and stay tuned on a new episode on a little bit of everything with me.